ladies and robust characters, boys and girls, children, men, animals, and others. Andy here, day 122 of the Inner Winner Show. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Mrs. Imogen. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Wonderful. And this was a much nicer intro than the one that we just recorded and scrapped halfway through, where we said all sorts of horrible things. Mm-hmm. That's not why we scrapped it, though. I say horrible things all the goddamn time. We scrapped it because I accidentally fucking pushed the wrong button on my phone. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to talk about a new girl that we met. Yes. Little cutie pie. Mm-hmm. Very cute. She was a virgin. She's never kissed anyone. Mm-hmm. Never held hands. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no fucking idea what the hell she was doing. Which seems to be like the running theme of the girls that we meet. As of late, yeah. Yeah. She's never masturbated before. Like never touched herself. Like she didn't even know where her own clip was. <laughs> and she wasn't Asian. And now the reason I say that is because in the past I've been with quite a few Asian girls, like Vietnamese and Chinese girls particularly, who had like never masturbated, never had sex, like never done anything. She just hadn't gotten around to it basically because she's 18. She's pretty young. Just finished school last year, I would assume. I assume so because she already talking about work and stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So we met up with her. We met her on Tinder. She seemed pretty keen for BDSM and, you know, a threesome and stuff like that. She mentioned that she didn't have any experience. Although I don't know if she's going to tell us. What do you mean? Oh, because you asked the question rather than said it. Yeah. Like specifically, have you fooled around with girls or something? And then Mm. no. Okay, what about guys? And then mm, to be honest, no. But I'm curious. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. So we met up. I was actually surprised that she met us so quickly. We matched with her at like... 10 or 11 in the morning. We matched on your Tinder account. Yeah. Morning of. We matched at like 10 or 11 in the morning. And then we met her at what? Like 2 p.m. or something? 3 p.m.? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like she was there like four hours later, which I mean, sure, that's entirely possible normally. But for a girl who's a virgin to meet you that quickly, Mm. that's rare. Like, yeah, definitely. I've never had a girl meet that. I'm talking specifically for like for something sexual. Mm. So we meet up. I gave her a hug. I'm like, hey, nice to meet you. She looked way cuter in person because her pictures were like, she looks really cute in the pictures. She looks super cute in the pictures. It's just that. But like, they're like five bedroom selfies of her, just her face and nothing. They're all the same photo, basically. Like, she's wearing the same makeup and the same, like, she hasn't changed anything. She's just gone, I better snap five photos in my bedroom and put them on Tinder. Mm. We had this big, long conversation, you and I, and I was like, God damn it. Like, there's some tiny part of me that's still holding on to some tiny little bit of like, it's not jealousy. It's like frustration, I guess, that like you can go on there as a woman and take five selfies in your bedroom. Mm. And that's an effective strategy. And the guys will say to me like, hey, Andy, man, I spent like, you know, $300 on this photo shoot, taking these like high quality photos of myself. And like, you know, I'm still not getting many matches. Like, what should I change? And you have to like go through and like work on like, okay, maybe it's because you don't have any pictures of you with your friends. Maybe it's because you look really boring in all your pictures. You know, you have to like analyze it and like crack the code, so to speak. And after doing it for like yeah. three months, eventually he cracks the code and he's like, oh my God, thanks, man. I'm getting matches. I've been on five days. Thank you so much. This is me. Or as a girl can just be like, here's my five photos of my face in exactly the same position in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Clearly I haven't even moved. I'm just holding the phone from the same angle. They're literally like copy paste of the photo. They're all very similar. They're not copy paste, but yes, basically they were a similar, fucking copy paste. It works, and, and it works, right? And then she ends up like meeting us from that. Yeah. So I mean, I can't, I can't hate on the strategy because it works. 
I guess I just find it fucking hilarious or something. Some for, some mixture of hilarity, hilarity and frustration mm. that my clients have to put in like, and anyone who reads my website, any man has to put in like a ridiculous amount of effort to get to a point where he can get some matches and get laid. Yeah, because I recall you saying like, why don't they just try a little bit harder than we had a discussion? Like they don't need to. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a cute girl. Yeah, you literally don't need to. Just take some photos. Anyway, so we meet her in person. She was like way cuter in person. Like very, very. You say that about all girls. I think the photos are really cute. Okay, fine. But in person, she's, I'd say she's hot or sexy, but like in a really innocent way. For sure. Yeah. So it's like a mixture of like sexy, but she doesn't know that she's sexy at all. So she's like ridiculously nervous and really crazy nervous. And she grabs, she gives you a hug, you hug her. And then the second she's finished hugging you, Mm -hmm. she just blurts out like nervously, hi, you're so pretty. Like it just like word vomit. It just falls out of her mouth. Like you're so pretty. (laughs) It's very endearing. It was the cutest thing ever. Yeah. It was fucking adorable. It reminds me of like, I've said this to you a million times now, the time when you and I first met. And as soon as I first met you in public, mm. it's from a Tinder date, like, you know, I meet up, I'm like, hey, how's it going? And you just immediately, like, grab my arm and, like, cuddle me and kind of bury your head in you my shoulder. You offered your arm out. Yeah, like, bit. I put my arm out to be like, hey, and then you just, like, grabbed me and, like, buried your head in my shoulder. It, that was very endearing, too. And you were just immediately like, I'm so nervous, I don't know what I'm doing. And I was like, oh, that's, like, really cute. <laughs> anyway, so this girl... Um. We took it to a bar, mm-hmm. had some drinks. And when I say drinks, I mean water because she didn't want to drink. Coke. We had Diet Coke, mm. Diet Pepsi. We talked for a bit. She was pretty cool. Um, yeah. She was clearly very fucking nervous though. I mean, fair enough. It's intimidating meeting a couple, an experienced couple. First of all, that's in- intimidating anyway. In its own, yeah. Because it's like they already have something established and I'm sort of coming into it. Mm. Um. It's also n- intimidating meeting them when you know that they want BDSM. Of course. And a threesome, like Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so at some point we said to her, you know, do you want to come back? We-, we hung out for like an hour and a half. And then I said, you know, do you want to come back to ours? Mm. You know, fool around, try some stuff. Mm, yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. And she did the like, hmm. She was like clearly super nervous. And we had this discussion, you and I. Because I said to her, like, you don't, you're allowed to say no. You, you don't have to say yes. And I think when you get to a point where you are more experienced or you've had a lot more sexual experience and you, you've kind of handled your, your sex life and you know what you're doing, there really is no pressure. You don't pressure girls anymore. It's almost like you don't care if you get laid. And that in itself seems to have, like, a hell of a lot more girls will come back with you if you're just, like, you know, no pressure. I don't care if you come back or not. No, I'll just see you again next time and yeah, you come back then. Like, I think if you're the sort of person that's going to push them when they're uncomfortable, that's going to make them even less likely to want. Like, we yes and no, this. it does work. Pressure and pushing does work because someone's like nervous and they're on the fence. And if you're just like, come on, like come back to my, come on, like, you know, it'll be okay. Like we won't do anything. We'll just like you use every tactic that you can think of like to try and get her to come back. That shit does work, but- it works better to just be like, I don't mind, like no pressure. Like that seems to work even better. And don't think of it as a strategy. Although, no, actually, you know what? Think of it as a strategy, sure. It seems to work better. 
like just being chill and being like, yeah, no pressure. It, the way that I would frame it to newbies is if you're sitting there going like, God, I really hope she comes back with me. God damn it. She's, she's on the fence. Like, ah, oh, fuck, I got to convince her. If you can just take a deep breath in that moment and just say like, if she doesn't come back with me now, mm-hmm. she'll just come back with me next time. We just grab a drink next time, have another drink, and then I'll invite her. And she'll say yes then because she would have had time to think about it. She won't be as nervous. You know, mm-hmm. she can kind of talk herself into it when she's away from here. So there's no pressure. She can go home and think, oh, he was nice, you know. Yeah, I'll go back with him and have some fun. That'll be cool. Mm -hmm. If you can just take that deep breath and say, like, I get another chance after this. This isn't my only fucking opportunity. I don't have to convince her right now. I don't have to be, like, horny and desperate for it right now. I know that if you're excited, if you're working on your sex life, I certainly was. Like, you want it to happen right now. But if you can take that deep breath and just say, like, I get another chance. Mm -hmm. Like, if if she doesn't come back now, cool. Like, next time. And then express that to her. Just be like, yeah, no, don't feel pressure. If you don't, you know, we can just try something next time. I think just like ninety five percent of the time they'll just be like, yeah, okay, I guess so, because you're not pressuring me. Yeah, that was literally because I think what I was going to say before is that I think there is something to be said about the fact that if you're not being pressured into something, there's more comfort. Like if you go back to like his place and then you don't want to do stuff, mm-hmm. he's not going to be like more forceful again. It's going to mm-hmm. be like he already probably seems pretty laid back and chill. So like that makes me feel more safe or more comfortable. Yeah, and this kind of runs counterintuitive to you and I talked about it a little bit about like the general, like getting late advice, um, especially pickup artist advice and red pill advice and stuff like that. They talk about like how to beat last minute resistance, how to beat, you know, when she's on the fence, like how to beat all of this. And they kind of give tactics on how to manipulate is probably the best way of phrasing it, manipulate or push or pressure someone into coming back with you. And exactly like what you just said, all that that means is you, you've you now set up this scenario in which you have to keep battling her and she has to keep battling you. Now, when you come back to her apartment, sorry, when she comes back to your apartment, there's a chance that you get halfway into things and then she goes, oh shit, like I'm not ready for sex. And she just goes like, no, uh, wait, um, and then you have to battle that. Now it's this fucking battling thing where she doesn't feel like she can just hit pause on it. You don't feel like you can either because you feel like, fuck, I might lose this. You've already set, it's like you've set tension up in yourself and you're like, fuck, I got to get her back right now. I have to do this. Like, you know, if I don't do it, it's like you've gotten so deep in that thought of like, I have to do this right now. I have to do this right now. You haven't taken a deep breath and said like, wait, I can just do this on the next day. Like, (laughs) like she's going to see me for next day. I can just fuck her then. Like, why am I, why does it need to be right this second? It can be in four days from now. Yes, you're excited. I understand it's like you want your Christmas present right now. You don't want to have to wait four days or cunts who pre-order. And I use the word cunts because fucking hell, I don't respect any cunt that pre-orders a a video game with no reviews and shit like that. But cunts who pre-order video games and go, I got to have it on the day of release. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Even though it'll be riddled with bugs, it'll be probably, I have no idea if it's going to be a good name, uh, good game, but I got to get it on the... It's like, just wait a fucking week, bro. Like, you don't need it immediately. So take a deep breath, put in less pressure. And again, you are going to find that most more girls come back with you if you just take away that pressure. You definitely have more sex and you definitely have more fun sex. Because like you just said, if you take away all that pressure, she'll come back and she'll be like, yeah, he's not going to pressure me. And then you can start making out, you can do some stuff. If she gets to a point where she's like, oh, I'm not really sure. You can literally just hit pause and be like, oh, like, what are you not sure about? Do you, like, you don't want to fuck today. Do you not want to keep going? Like, what are you comfortable with? And then she might say like, oh, uh, you know, I just, I kind of just want to know that, you know, you won't pressure me. And you'll be like, yeah, of course not. And then you'll end up having sex half the time. 
most of the time. You end up having more sex versus if you put this fucking game of like, can I overcome her last minute resistance? Which isn't a fun way of having sex anyway. Because then by the time you have sex, you feel like you had to fucking draw blood out of a stone. How is that good, passionate, wild, kinky sex? It's like you've now set up a you versus me scenario where she can't really trust you and you can't really trust her. You're always going to think, is she just going to pull this shit again? And she's going to be thinking, is he going to pressure me? Yeah, she doesn't have the best time either because the whole time she kind of feels forced into it. Like it wasn't really done on her terms. Like she couldn't relax the whole time. It was like these tense, like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I want to. Uh, I guess so. But yeah, you can't relax into it because the whole time you're like, uh, uh, it's like that feeling. Yeah. And I've said this many times before. I said this in my Tinder guide. Even if you want to be selfish and say, oh, but I, wa- I just want to get laid and stuff. The sex, fine, let's, let's answer it from a selfish point of view. The sex is 50 times better if she trusts you. She opens up. She does way kinkier, filthier shit for you. She's way more likely to try different stuff. She's way more likely to be passionate and to let go. And you and I have talked so many times about passion from a woman, really enjoying sex from a woman and being very like kinky and passionate requires you as a woman to let go. Like you have to be able to take a deep breath and just let go and say, I don't have to worry about anything. I don't have to like keep my guard up. I can trust him. You can call it trust, but it really is just letting go. And a big part of that comes from you not pressuring you know, if she's like, oh, I'm not sure. And you're just like, yeah, like, you don't have to come back. Like, think about it for a bit. No pressure. And then if she's able to think about it for a few seconds and see that you don't expect her to come back and you're not pressuring her. And then, you know, she'll be like, okay, maybe we can go back to yours. At that point, she's like, okay, I- I've like let go of the tension. I don't have to be on my guard. I can trust him. I can fuck his brains out. And I know that at any point, if he wants to pause or slow down or not do something, you know, he'll be chill about it. He won't pressure me. That's where you get the best, kinkiest, wildest sex. Not this weird fucking you versus me, let's defeat last minute resistance bullshit. Nothing to add? No. Okay. So we went back to ours. Had some fun. Mm-hmm. End of the story. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, no, it was... So, yeah, we got back. It was actually pretty cute because she asked, like, rather than saying, like, yeah, I'll come back. She's like, do you have tea? (laughs) Yeah. Can we drink peppermint tea? Can we drink tea at your place? And I was like, yes, we have tea. Sure. And then she was like, okay, I'll come back with you guys. We'll have tea. Yeah. So, we hung out for a little bit. We had some tea. (laughs) Um, We talked a little bit. We said, you know, is there anything in particular you really want to try? There was lots of I don't knows. Yeah. She said I don't know. She's, She's very... This would be the theme of us talking sort of more into what actually happened. She very much had a, I have no idea what I'm doing kind of attitude. Like I've said to you a couple of times, I don't think I've ever in my life met anyone that timid. Mm -hmm. She was keen to explore, but like timid. Normally every other girl that I've ever been with that was a virgin and the ones that you've been with with me that were virgins, they they would still try stuff on their own accord. Yeah, it's almost like there was nothing she wanted to try without being taught first. Like, us literally saying, like, this is what you need to do. Like, here is how you move. Yeah. Yeah. I've gone quiet because I'm trying to move your microphone into the right place. Don't talk directly into the microphone. Put it on, like, the side of your mouth. And if I was a good podcast host, I would cut this out. Yeah. But I'm not. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, she did. She didn't like preemptively say like, "Oh, I really want to kiss." Or she also was really timid, like with her hands. No, again, like normally when you have sex with a virgin, she'll still like touch you. She'll be like a little shy and nervous to explore and stuff, but she'll still like almost try some things. Like she'll put her hand if you put your hand on her shoulder, she'll put her hand on your shoulder. Like most virgin girls are, are pretty good at like mirroring and figuring it out. Whereas this girl wanted us to tell her like every. She was literally like, "What do I do with my hands?" Yeah, I will say it probably is a product of trying like literally nothing before, like at all. Like, she, yeah. At least most people usually have experience with like a high school boyfriend or something. They've like held hands. Yeah. 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 She literally never held hands before and shit like that. So, yeah, I, I understand it's like completely fucking new and novel. I was the same when I was in high school. Like the first girl I ever held hands with, I literally was like, how do you hold hands? Like, do your fingers like squash onto each other? Like, what do you do? Does my fingers go over hers? Does her fingers go over mine? Like, which way do you... You have to kind of fit... It sounds autistic, but we all kind of were there in high school. And you get this kind of with some guys that hit me up for coaching and stuff who are like complete virgins. They ask these kind of questions. They're like literally like, how do I like kiss a girl? And you have to kind of like remember or remind yourself of like, yeah, before I kissed, I had to ask those questions. Like literally, how do I kiss? And that's what this girl asked us, right? Like at some point I said like, do you want to try kissing? And she's like, yeah, but... What do I do? And like, can you give me feedback if I kiss? Yeah, she seemed very, and she mentioned it before, but she's like very scared of doing a bad job. And I think that's where yeah. a lot of the hesitation <clears throat> came from because she didn't just want to give it a go in case, I don't know, probably in case like, she did a bad job and then we, we like didn't want to see her again. Yeah, and she specifically said that. Um, she said she really wanted to, yeah, she said she really wanted to do a good job. I said like, why are you so, you're not going to be perfect. And she's like, but I want to be perfect. And mm. I was like, I'm sorry, you need to drop. I called her egotistical. I said, you got to drop your ego. That's arrogance. Like, you can't be good at this if you're a virgin. You've never held hands. How are you going to be good at any of this? She was like, but I want to be, I know it's stupid, but I just, I want to. So many of my coaching clients and, and guys on my website and stuff hit me up with this exact thing. Like, mm. I'm really struggling to give myself permission to suck. Like, I know I suck, but like, I, I keep thinking I have to be good at talking to girls. I have to be smooth. I have to be amazing at sex. You just can't. That's what we had to tell her. Like, you can't. You're going to suck at kissing. Like, mm. you haven't kissed before. And then, funnily enough, she was actually good at kissing, which kind of <laughs> fucking annoyed me because I was like, God damn it. Like, you're supposed to suck. And, you know, mm. you just defeated my whole big speech about giving yourself permission to suck. But that's worth talking about, too. If you just kind of give yourself permission to suck, you might find sometimes you pick it up pretty quickly like she did. And you've been sitting there stressing about, like, how do I be perfect? I got to be perfect. And mm. it's like, just be bad for a little bit and you'll quickly get better. Like, yeah. no one sucks for a massively long time. Yeah, you kind of just figure stuff out along the way. Hmm. So, yeah, kissing was a lot of fun. She mm -hmm. was pretty good at that. Yeah. She asked us for feedback. She was like, can you please rate me, rate my kiss, and tell me what I can do better? And you were like, <laughs> there's not actually much more that you need to do that was better. Yeah, like, that, that was, was actually, actually pretty good. Yeah. decent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and when you kissed her, mm. again... After kissing, she immediately just like she had her face close to yours, and she just blurted out again, "You're so pretty." She was <laughs> fucking cute. Yeah, it was like a really night, like a nervous, cute, adorable little thing. Yeah, mm. yeah. What else are we gonna talk about? Taught her how to play with your tits, and she needed to be like told, like every single step <laughs> had to be like autistically told her. Because I was literally like, "Do you want to play with Imogen's tits?" Yeah. At some point, we just said like. Just assume that every time if we ask if you want to do something, we will tell you how to do it first. Yeah. 
because she kept she'd like kind of not freeze up but she'd sit there like a deer in headlights i'd be like do you want to play with imogen's tits and you took your shirt off and then she would like nodded and i was like there you go and she just kind of like yeah she just like and then i was like okay like here you go like and then i would take her hand and gently like show her like Mm. she really needed to be shown like literally everything like Mm. how to squeeze a nipple and so it was kind of fun in a way. It's like you have to slow everything down massively, which yeah. we were always going to do. We do slow things down with a girl who's inexperienced, but like this, we really slowed things down with this girl. Like mm-hmm. literally like t- 20 minutes playing with your nipples. Like here's five different ways you can play with someone's nipples, mm. you know? And then we had to move on to like how to suck nipples. And again, she was like really nervous to just suck your nipples. And so I had to like show her by mm. doing it first and then, you know, she was super timid, like excited. She had a giant smile on her face the entire time. I will say that, like her smile was fucking adorable. The whole time she's just sitting there like smiling at everything, like she's at Disneyland. Like every little tiny thing we do was like amazing to her. Mm. Um, We played with her tits at some point. Yeah. She has like big bazookas. She's so like tiny and petite. She's like really she's small. really freaking small and really thin. Like I tried to fit my hands around her waist and I could... There wasn't much distance between my, like I could almost wrap my entire, my two hands around her whole waist and make my hands touch almost. Mm. Like she's really fucking small and petite, but she has like big old bazooka guns on her chest, like big titties. Mm. So we're playing with them. And yeah, again, every time we ask her a question, how does that feel? She's like, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. She kept saying cool as well. Every time we say like, how does this feel? She'd be like, it feels cool. (laughs) Okay. That's a really good answer. Thanks. Cheers. It was kind of, again, it was really fun, like, teaching her everything. Yeah, for sure. Like, teaching her how to kiss, mm. um, biting her neck. She really liked that. Yeah. Gently kissing her shoulders, stuff like that. Yeah, at some point we eventually got out the vibrators. Are you going to skip to that? Oh, okay. Go. What's your yeah, sure, I'll skip to that. Yeah. No, but it was in between. There's, like, lots of stuff in between, like, playing with your pussy but she didn't really want to, which she wanted to do it, but she's like nervous. Nervous, yeah. Yeah. Playing with her. We played with her pussy like over her pants. She didn't want to take her pants off or her panties. I guess that's worth talking about in terms of, you know, the big conversation we had a, a minute ago about pressure and stuff. Mm. She wasn't, I asked her a few times, like three or four times, you know, because we were kind of asking her a lot because she was so nervous. We weren't just going to like jump into stuff. So every kind of thing we'd be like, do you want to try this now? Yeah, it was hard to tell whether she wanted, like, it was obviously like she was enjoying it, but like whether she was like too hesitant to continue. Because I could see a world in which you didn't ask her anything at all and just like did what you wanted, but she'd kind of freeze up. Yeah. So to be clear, she was like super nervous the whole time. I asked her, like, we did the whole like you and me on the same team, you know, honesty and all that stuff that I'm always talking about. I asked her like, you know, four or five times during, I was like, how are you feeling? Like you, you feeling a bit nervous? And she was like, yeah, I'm really nervous. And I was like, okay, like are you nervous about doing a perfect job or, you know, you're just nervous in general. And, you know, we had like four or five talks that we had like during it at different stages. Um, but yeah, for the most part, she was like pretty quiet. She didn't say a lot. Again, she was pretty much just saying, like, I don't know, or it's nice, or that feels mm. cool, or I like it. But, like, mm. you know, she, she was really fucking nervous and really shy. So, yeah, I, exactly like you said, I could see if you just kept pushing without talking about what you were going to do. If you just, like, started playing with her pussy and her tits, 
I could see her just going really quiet. And then at that point it would be like, is she even enjoying this? Like mm. she hasn't made a sound. And so we were kind of intentionally keeping up the communication to, because she was such a shy, nervous girl. Like, like again, more timid or shy or nervous than I've ever met of anyone pretty much, including like Chinese and Vietnamese virgin girls. Mm. So yeah, I, I said to her like three or four times, do you want me to play with your pussy over your panties? Like as in, cause she was doing pants. So I'll put my hand down your pants, but just rub over your panties. And you know, each time she said no. And like the fourth time I asked, she like said no again. And I said like, you know, fair enough, but like, how come? Mm. And she just said like, you know, it's, it's private. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, <laughs> so it was obviously a hard no, but you and I talked about that afterwards. And then we obviously didn't, do anything after we did some other shit after that, but we didn't like, you know, try and keep pushing it. I asked like probably four times. She said no each time. And, you know, she seemed fairly adamant that it was going to be a, and when I say I asked four times, I mean, there was like a 10 minute gap between each time I asked, not like I just hit her with four times. Cause sometimes you will say to a girl, like, you know, you got to play with their pussy or something, or you, you know, if she's a virgin or she's shy, you actively say like, you know, do you want me to play with your pussy? And maybe she'll say like, no. And then you ask like 15 minutes later and she's like, okay, like, you know, that happens a lot. But if you ask four separate times and she's not into it, you know, she's probably not going to be into it. You can keep pressuring if you want, but at some point in the heart, that's not fun. (laughs) Like you're going to ask 20 times and she has to say no 20 times and you have to hear a no 20 times. That starts getting annoying after a while. So, but that's again, something that a lot of pickup artists and, red pill people say like, no, you should just keep persevering, bro. You got to bust through that last minute resistance. And I even did that in the past. You and I talked about that in the, like years ago, mm-hmm. that was me. I used to just be like, yeah, you just got to stick in there. Even if it takes like five hours for her to warm up. And it's like, it's way easier to just like chill out and do it next time. Yeah. And then the next time, like she will a hundred percent say yes, because you gave her a chance to relax. Yeah, she's, she's gone away. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, like this is a girl who's never tried anything. Yeah, she's so. crazy nervous. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So toys. Mm. And that's where we got to. Yeah. Hmm. Eventually. So because you were you would spend a long time teaching her like what felt good on me. Yep. I was very tender on that by that point. So. Yeah, you were ridiculously horny. Because it is very like, it's weirdly sexual being so clinical mm-hmm. and like teaching someone. Because it's like you have to try and not get too turned on. Like, because she was playing with your nipples for like half an hour. Mm-hmm. We're playing with your pussy for a little bit and I'm showing her how. And I was teaching her how to tease you, uh, making out with her for a while. I, like an hour of this, like it had been like th- two or three hours at that point been like a long time at that point you just like ridiculously fucking horny and you're like shit i can't take much more of this and so you played with the vibrator and she just watched mm. and she was getting so crazy turned on her eyes were like wide like saucers and she was just staring at you because you were like sitting on the couch like moaning and mm. getting off on the vibrator and she was just like transfixed on you and i was whispering shit in her ear like you know imogen looks so sexy doesn't she like And that was just making her even more and more turned on. She, like, couldn't take her eyes off you. Mm. And then eventually I said, like, why don't you make out with her? Like, why don't you kiss her? She was so cute. She was like, I don't want to distract her. (laughs) And I was like, it's okay, just, you know, kiss her. And then you said, like, you know, kiss me. And as soon as she did, she, like, launched herself at you. It was really fucking cute. It was very cute. 
and then you orgasmed. And then the fun part is we played with her with the vibrator. Over her pants. Yeah. yeah so we just held it over her pants. So it's obviously never going to be as strong, but we mm. used the magic wand vibrator, the big old fucking vibrator that I'm always talking about. Mm. And we just held that over the top of her pants. And that, cause that's so ridiculously strong. It worked pretty well. Like, yeah. and she was off in her own little world. Like properly. Like, holy shit. It was there for, like, 20, 30. I don't know how long we held that there for. Yeah, it was funny because at some point she closed her eyes and we were sitting in the living room and it was, like, towards sunset time. Yeah. And we didn't have any lights on. And so she was – She at some point she closed her eyes and then when she opened it, it was, like, properly dark. Mm -hmm. And she was like, how long was that for? Like, it's dark. What happened? Yeah, she's like, but last – five – she said, like, that wasn't that, like, five minutes? And we were like, no, but that was, like, half an hour. (laughs) You were just – in your own world with the vibrator on your over your pants, mm. the sun went down. You and I were like looking at each other and like mouthing words to each <laughs> other the whole time and like, <laughs> you know, faces. like trying to talk. Yeah, I was like yeah. making funny faces at you and like mm. I was meditating at some point like off in my own little world because she was sitting in my arms. I was like holding yeah, her. And like, I was holding the vibrator. Yeah, and you were on the other side like holding the vibrator. Yeah. And she was being a cutie. She had her head like on my shoulder like snuggling up and she was like squeezing my hand. And she was squeezing my hand tighter and tighter the more, like, she got turned on from the vibrator. And she's like, I swear to God, she's going to break my fucking hand. She was so small, but she was, like, crushing my fucking hand. Mm. Yeah, that was cute. And she didn't know what an – she obviously had no idea what an orgasm is like. And so, we've had this discussion before. A big part of the female orgasm is being able to let go Mm. and, like, release and let the orgasm wash over you. Whereas guys will listen to that and be like, what the fuck? Like, if I want to orgasm, I just, like, keep jerking my dick and then I come. Like, I can't control. I don't have to let go. I just, it just happens. Mm. And girls are very much the opposite. Like, if you can't let go, you can't have an orgasm. Yeah, you could have, like, I mean, it depends on the particular person. But I think for most girls, even if, like, what's physically happening is amazing and it feels really good, your mindset can completely change that. Yeah. Yeah, you could have the most amazing strong vibrator like the Magic Wand vibrator on your clit. But if you can't actually have your mind right and be able to relax, you just can't come. Mm. And so I think because she didn't know what an orgasm was like or how to relax or anything, because she's never even touched herself before that, Mm. she wasn't able to like, she felt like she was getting close because she was like clenching and like shaking her body and like doing the stuff that you do when you're about to orgasm. Like mm. you start like tensing up and you like almost like you go into the fetal position, sort of like you start crunching your abs and stuff like that. Her leg was like clenching, her feet were like, her, her toes were curling and that kind of stuff. But I don't know if she knew what an orgasm even is to be able to let go and have one kind of thing, to relax yeah. enough into one. Plus she was super nervous as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. That was like, I did quite enjoy that. Mm. Like being able to talk to you or like make mouth movements at you. <laughs> Try and do like, we need to learn sign language so we can like talk. When a girl's <laughs> like in the middle of orgasm, we can just do sign language to each other. Mm-hmm. Have a conversation. Yeah. 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 And then as she came out, she was like slowly waking up as we turned <laughs> the vibrator off at some point and she mm. slowly came out of it. Mm. Yeah. And I did ask her just for the the sake of like being on the same team and stuff afterwards when she was super relaxed. I was like, you know, she was in my arms still and you were kind of cuddling her as well. And I said like, you know, hey, no pressure. But, you know, I am curious, like, how come you didn't want us to rub over your panties or anything? And she was just like, 
you know, I just didn't really want to do that tonight. I just thought that like that was kind of like my boundary tonight. Mm. Yeah, just felt like a bit too much. Yeah. Yeah, that was exactly the wording she said. I just felt like that was my boundary for today. And so it, it's worth noting that as guys, f- for guys, um, you know, if a girl says like a couple of times, like you ask her like three or four, t- you know, you go to play with her pussy three or four times or you ask her directly, you know, can I touch pussy three or four times if she says no, you know, obviously chill and do everything else. And then kind of towards the end when it's like pretty much finished. So there's no pressure, you know, you're just laying there cuddling afterwards or whatever. Maybe you get yourself off so you, you're not sitting there frustrated. Mm-hmm. By the way, when I say no pressure, I will make this clear. When I say to guys, like, don't pressure a girl, um, it's easier to just chill and do it next time. That doesn't mean you have to be frustrated. I'm never advocating for that. I don't want you to have blue balls because that fucking feels awful. For guy, for girls who've never had it, if it's a genuinely shit feeling to be, like, really frustrated, it, it kind of hurts. There's a reason they call it blue balls. I'm not saying to do that. I'm just saying don't keep pushing if she doesn't want to do it because it's, it's more hassle. You won't enjoy it. She won't enjoy it. It's shit for everyone. It's better if you just chill. But get yourself off. Like mm-hmm. either she can jerk you off or if, she, if she's super inexperienced, then doesn't you can kind of teach her and say like, okay, like you can actively have a teaching moment with her and be like, look, like I'm a guy. We kind of have to get off. That's a very big part of being a guy. Like I understand if you don't want to go any further, but like I'm going to come. Like, I'm going to jerk off and come. Like, Mm. you can watch or, like, I can come on your tummy. I can come on your tits. You know, if she's more experienced, obviously, she can give you a blowjob or something like that. But definitely get yourself off. I I would never, ever, ever. And that's what I did in. I didn't do that this night because, like, I'm fine at this point. Like, you know, Mm. I don't need to get off. But I understand if you're in the inexperienced phase or you're still getting your sex life together and stuff, it can be very frustrating if a girl doesn't want to go all the way. Just have a, you know, don't have have a big conversation, but just be like, well, I'm going to get myself off. Like, I'm going to jerk off. I'm going to come. Cool if you don't want to, but I'm fucking coming. And then she'll be like, okay. Like, Mm. she's not going to run away because you fucking come. So, yeah, don't ever give yourself blue balls. Um, I'd never advocate for that. That fucking sucks. Don't do that. Um. What else was I going to say? Yeah, so I I just had a conversation. I asked her and um, with the boundary shit. Yeah, I already said that, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it, anyway, the point I was going to make is it's worth doing that. After you've come, if she didn't want to go all the way, after you've come and you're kind of laying there, you know, maybe she's laying on your chest or whatever, you guys are just chilling, you're catching your breath. Mm. I would always advocate just saying to her like hey like no pressure like you know i'm not stressed about it don't stress either but like i'm just curious like how come you didn't want to go any further Mm. just say it like that yeah and she'll almost always just say like oh i just didn't feel ready or i just wasn't you can be like yeah no worries like we'll try it when you're ready that'll be cool maybe we'll try it next time we'll see how you feel and Mm. she'll be like okay thank you like Mm. it's worth just saying that just so you can get a bit of peace of mind and like especially if you're an inexperienced guy or a guy who doesn't have a massive amount of experience, it is worth you just seeing that like, no, she just wasn't ready yet. You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't need to like bust through that. Cause that's another fear that or another reason that guys want to bust through that last minute resistance bullshit mm-hmm. is they're like, when I say bullshit, I mean the concept of last minute resistance is a bullshit idea. Mm-hmm. They want to bust through it. Cause they're like, but fuck, what if she thinks I'm not a man or, you know, I'm a pussy if I don't bust through that. It's like, no, she's not thinking that, dog. Like, that's, yeah, that's she's you. She's like, coming. I don't want to do this, please. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm just fucking nervous. I'm scared or I'm just not ready or I just want to take my time. I just want to go home, have a little think for five minutes and be like, 
you know, do I want to fuck this guy? Yeah, I definitely do. Cool. I'll do it next time. Mm -hmm. Like she just wants to be not in that pressure moment because it's hard to think in that moment. Yeah. It's hard to know you're making a rational decision. So yeah. We walked her back to the car after that. She was pretty affectionate and happy. Yeah. I kissed her, then you kissed her. She was like so fucking happy when I was like, do I get a kiss goodbye? She just like had this giant smile on her face. And then to you, I was like, well, Imogen gets a kiss goodbye too. And she had a giant smile on her face. Yeah, she was extra affectionate afterwards. Yeah, I think she kind of opened up a little bit afterwards. Yeah. She definitely was way more affectionate and like happy and giggly and relaxed, I'd say. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it's like the sex has ended. We told her, we praised her a lot. We said like, you did a really good job afterwards. Yeah. She did mention that during sex because, okay, that's another thing I will say. If you're having sex with a virgin girl, you need to give so much fucking, not just direction and feedback and stuff like that. You don't have to be like super vocal like you and I are, but you do have to give praise. You Mm. absolutely have to give praise. You're doing it wrong if you have sex with a virgin girl and you don't give her any praise. You need to say like just little things like that feels nice or good or that's perfect or you look really sexy, Mm. you're doing a good job good girl like just anything that's positive you have to because she she's in her own head she's gonna be so deep in her own head terrified that she's doing a shit job because she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing yeah she has absolutely no clue about what's going on so she yeah. just needs a bit of reassurance that like everything yes. is okay reassurance is the perfect word and err on the side of giving too much like every fucking 15 seconds if you want to you don't have to i'm not saying that much pressure you know every couple of minutes is fine but definitely err on the side of you can never give too much praise absolutely can't do too much praise because every 10 seconds she's thinking like is this still okay am i still doing the right thing mm-hmm. did i make a mistake that i don't know about because again she has no idea what the fuck she's doing there's not going to be any smoothness to it she doesn't know how foreplay flows into sex or how you go from making out to touching tits to playing with pussy to say like she doesn't understand the flow the ebb and flow of sex or any of that Sex is like, what did I say? I said something really poetic when the three of us were here. Something like, you know, kissing is the, did I say kissing is the first note of a song? Something like that. Yeah, because it always builds into more. Yeah. Yeah. And the point that I'm making there is like, kissing is the first note and then, you know, sex itself is like a song. There's musical notes and all that. It kind of flows. You can read it like a, you know, like a good song flows, like a dance almost. Mm. And if you have no idea how all the pieces of the dance f- or the pieces of the song fit together, you just feel clumsy and awkward. You don't. You never know if you're in the right spot or in the right part of it. Mm. You know, are we still doing foreplay? Are we ready to have sex? Are we still making out? Like you don't, you, you mm. just feel lost. And so you need to be giving a ton of feedback, a ton of praise. Yes, you're doing a good job. Good, good girl. That's amazing. That feels really nice. Mm. You look really good. You're so pretty. You're so hot. You're turning me on. That's a really good one to say. You're making me feel fucking good. Mm. You're making my dick really hard like shit like that. Yeah. Sure. Let me say goodbye. Mm. She sent a text immediately afterwards saying, oh my God, I had fun. Can I see you guys again? Yeah. Which is nice. We've talked about we like really affectionate people. Yeah. I mean, it just, it makes you feel like it is validating for someone else to really like you. Yeah. Of course it is. Hmm. Anything else? Hmm. That's good. I will say we're going to record a second part where we talk a little bit because we saw her again. Day after. Yeah. And we'll talk about that. And then we will also talk about concepts of what else we're we going to talk about. Because we weren't just going to talk about that. Anyway, we'll figure it out. We're going to do another podcast where we talk about the second time we saw her and some other like deeper concepts. Mm, I so, yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Adios, Mary girls. Bye-bye. Bye. Love to you all.
Peace and hugs and kisses. Go have sexual intercourse with everyone.